Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I feel like it's like two guys walk into a bar joke here, except it's very real. The former president and a current president go to the border. The former president goes to the actual border to see where the crisis is. The other president, the president of the United States of America, he goes to a place where there's virtually no border crossings happening. One makes it look like everything's fine. The other listens to Border Patrol agents and talks about just how bad things actually are. One of them talks about climate change at the border, while the other one actually talks about the border. President Trump and Eagle Pass, where there have been hundreds of thousands of illegal crossings, had this to say at the border in Shelby Park, one of the worst sites for illegal immigrants coming across the border, standing there with the governor of Texas, as well as many other in law enforcement, here is what Trump had to say about this invasion. Uh, the uh, reports have come out, and we've been covering them, and everybody's been, and I spoke to the parents of an incredible young lady, and you, you saw her the other day, you saw what happened the other day in Georgia, and the parents are devastated, they're incredible people. But this is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years, I call him Crooked Joe because he's crooked. He's a terrible president, the worst president our country's ever had, uh, probably the most incompetent president we've ever had. But it's uh, allowing 
thousands and thousands of people to come in from China, Iran, Yemen, the Congo, Syria, and a lot of other nations. Many nations are not very friendly to us. He's transported the entire columns of uh, fighting-aged men, and they're all at a certain age, and you look at them, and they say, they look like warriors to me. Something's going on that's bad. Now the United States is being overrun by the Biden migrant crime. It's a new form of uh, vicious violation to our country. It's migrant crime. We call it Biden migrant crime, but that's a little bit long, so we'll just leave it. But every time you hear the term migrant crime, you know where that comes from, allowing thousands and thousands and actually millions and millions of people to come. Could be 15 million, could be 18 million by the time he uh, gets out of office, because hopefully the biggest risk we have is nine months. That's a long time. Right. A lot of bad things can happen. A lot of bad things can happen. What was the president of the United States of America saying at the southern border? It was very different. Joe Biden was at the border and he was talking about climate change. I I wish I was joking. I'm not. He's at the southern border dealing with this issue in theory. The American people believe that Joe Biden doesn't know how to fix the problems of the border. He then uses the time at the border not only to talk about that, but also to talk about the issue of abortion at the southern border as well. And you have to ask yourself the question, what in the hell was he thinking when he's at the border and sitting there talking about climate change? Climate change. Now, Joe Biden on border security also talked about Donald Trump, and I'll play the border, I'll play the climate change part in a second, but I want you to hear what he said about Donald Trump being down there, listen carefully. Let me end with this. I understand my predecessor's legal past today. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me, or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. You know and I know. It's the toughest, most efficient, most effective border security bill this country has ever seen. So instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? Let's remember who the heck we work for. We work for the American people, not the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. We work for the American people. Well, Joe Biden, by the way, really works for the Chinese, for the Ukrainians and for the Russians. They're the ones that pay him all the money going in the Biden crime family. So let's dial down who we really work for here, Mr. President. But the other thing is, it's a lie what he just said about the border bill. It is not the toughest. It gives amnesty to 20 plus million illegal immigrants in this country. And then climate change. Climate change? Listen. I've flown over a lot of these wildfires since I've been president. Matter of fact, I've been a helicopter in the west and the southwest and the northwest, flown over more land burned to the ground, all the vegetation gone, than the entire state of Maryland in square footage. The idea there's no such thing as climate change. I love that, man. I love some of my Neanderthal friends uh, who still think there's no climate change. Well, my administration is going to keep building on the progress we've made fighting climate crisis, and we're going to keep help folks rebuild themselves in the wake of these disasters. So we're talking about climate change at the border. Now, what was even more shocking than that? Well, actually, let me rephrase that. It isn't actually that shocking. It's kind of exactly what you would expect is the president of the United States of America. And what he was saying at the southern border was covered wall to wall by everybody. 
His speech was covered, but when Donald Trump got up to the microphone, the networks cut away. CNN cut away from Trump's speech because they said he was lying too much. Listen. They haven't done and I'm And you have been listening to former President Donald Trump. He is in Eagle Pass today. And of course, he is there at the time that President Biden is also on the ground. We are waiting to hear from President Biden. We're going to take those remarks live. But as we do after every Trump speech, it seems we have to have a series of fact checks. We have to have a series of fact checks. Donald Trump lied to you so much talking about the border. We're going to fact check him and make sure that we don't. (laughs) We don't let you hear what he's actually saying. The other part that makes me laugh is how they say after every speech, we have to fact check him. When was the last time they fact checked Joe Biden's lies? How many times has Joe Biden told you the border is secure? The border is secure. How many times has Mayorkas said the border is secure? How many times the Biden administration said there's nothing they can do to stop the flow of illegal immigrants across the southern border through executive action? When in fact, they did countless. They ripped apart time and time and time and time again. They ripped apart the actions at the southern border through executive action that gave us a secure border. Welcome to the bias in the media. There was also a very interesting conversation, a compare and contrast between the two men's visits. Sean Hannity on Hannity last night on his TV show that he did a one-on-one with the president from the border, and I'm going to play some of that for you in a minute, uh, had some very interesting things to say about just the two different men and how different their visits were. Now, one of the things that was interesting was Hannity last night had a very, 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 very interesting commentary. And I want to play it for you because it, when I say it was interesting, it was incredibly interesting to hear what he had to say uh, about these two visits he was having on Donald Trump from the border, talking about what's happening at the border. But I want you to hear his intro and what he said. Take a listen. Welcome to Hannity. And tonight we are broadcasting from Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, Texas, at the southern border, the Rio Grande right behind us. In just a moment, former President Donald Trump will join us exclusively for the entire hour tonight. We'll also check in with Governor Abbott. Now, earlier today, well, President Trump toured the border right here in Eagle Pass, once the epicenter of Biden's border crisis. Meanwhile, today, lo and behold, I'm sure it was a mere coincidence, but once Joe Biden decided to take a peek at the border for himself, visiting Brownsville, Texas, uh, and once again, well, he kind of looked lost, dazed, confused, mumbling, bumbling, stumbling after disembarking from Air Force One, of course, down the baby stairs. Now, of course, Biden chose a crossing that is relatively calm. And Border Patrol sources telling Fox News that over the last five days, there'd only been 46 illegal immigrants apprehended in Brownsville compared to over 2,000 right here in Eagle Pass. Now, since Joe Biden took office, there have been more than seven plus million confirmed illegal immigrants who have entered our country illegally. We'll tell you more about the countries in a minute. And well over a million plus gotaways, close to 10 million illegal immigrants. But for three long years, well, if you listen to Joe Biden, Vice President Harris, Alejandro Mayorkas, Corinne Jean-Pierre, or anybody else in the administration, they've been saying to you, the American people, over and over again, that the border's closed and the border's secure. You might remember. Sounds to most folks like a crisis. Well, look, it's way down now. We've now gotten control. Precisely that. The border is closed. Nor could I have been clearer and continued to be so, which is the border is closed. 
the United States will continue to enforce our laws and secure our border. The border, um, we are working to make the border more secure. We agree that uh, the border is secure. Now, starting on day one, Joe Biden and his administration, they literally, with the stroke of a pen, undid every single Trump-era policy and bragged about it, the policies that actually led the entire country to having the most secure border in our history. They even, they used to brag about it. Here's a reminder. So we have rescinded so many uh, Trump immigration policies, it would take so much time to list them. We um, rescinded the remain in Mexico policy. We rescinded, of course, uh, the public charge rule that deprived um, vulnerable migrants uh, from accessing uh, certain critical life benefits. We uh, have restored the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, the DACA program. We have rescinded so many and have restored so many that he um, really dismantled. Now, for over three plus years, this crisis has spiraled completely out of control. And as per usual, the administration now all of a sudden they want to blame Republicans after three plus years of saying that the border's secure, the border's closed. Now it's the Re Republicans' fault. Really? Take a look. Do you bear responsibility for what is happening at the border, what the president himself has called a crisis? It certainly is a crisis, and well, we don't bear responsibility for a broken system, and we're doing a tremendous amount within that broken system. But fundamentally, fundamentally, Congress is the only one who can fix it. I've done all I can do. Uh, why won't they help me? Biden revoked Donald Trump's efforts to exclude illegal immigrants from the census. He signed executive orders strengthening DACA. He canceled President Trump's interior enforcement rule. He halted construction of the border wall. He extended deportation protections for Liberians. Biden also suspended asylum deals with Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. And of course, he ended the remain in Mexico policy. And then he let Title 42 expire. But this is supposed to be Republicans' fault. Well, the country is now waking up to what is the single greatest national security threat in our lifetime. Polls now show it is by far and away the number one issue for more Americans. Take a look at this video. Earlier this week, a vigil was held for the murdered Georgia student, nursing student, Lakin Riley, allegedly killed by an illegal immigrant, in this case from Venezuela. And sadly, she is just one example. And the pathetic part is the federal government doesn't even, take a look at your screen, doesn't even keep track of all the crimes that are committed by illegal immigrants. Why don't they keep track of that? Anyway, we'll keep scrolling that. I mean, you listen to what he said there and the way that he explained it, it was spot on. Just these two basically completely alternative universes. That's what this is. Like, it's two different worlds colliding. Now, Donald Trump had a lot to say last night, uh, and it was important that you hear what Trump had to say from the border. We know what Biden has said from the border. We also have another warning, by the way, that's just come out, and it's a warning that deals with how Vladimir Putin is flooding the West with migrants. 
It's a new article that has come out from Yahoo News, coming from The Telegraph, Hallie Dixon. Headline, How Putin Plans to Flood the West with Migrants. Russia is using private militias to control and weaponize immigration into Europe and quite possibly into the United States of America. The Kremlin has influence over a number of main routes into the continent and border police are warning that with the arrival of spring, Russia is likely to intensify its efforts to massively move migrants into Europe. It has been widely feared that Putin is using the tactic to destabilize Europe altogether. Destabilize. The Telegraph has now seen intelligence documents detailing plans for Russian agents to set up a 15,000-man strong border police force comprising former militia in Libya to control the flow of migrants. A security source said if you can control the migrant routes into Europe, then you can effectively control elections because you can restrict or flood a certain area with migrants in order to influence public opinion at a crucial time. Let me read that again. This is coming from the Telegraph. Quote, if you can control the migrant routes into Europe, then you can effectively control elections because you can restrict or flood a certain area with migrants in order to influence public opinion at a crucial time. Wow. So they're admitting in Europe right now this is real. Okay, like they're admitting it. They're admitting it's real. They're admitting that Vladimir Putin is going to use this to his advantage. Just think about this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. 
to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4 slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets, Meets World House. House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When, yes. those, when those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> You're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 election is upon us, and the war on masculinity in America today is more blatant than ever. I want you to know that now is the time to choose strength and vitality over weakness and complacency. The problem is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically, at all-time low. And isn't that what the liberal elite want? A weak and docile underclass. Thankfully, the patriots at chalk. C-H-O-Q are here to help real American men take back the right to proudly maximize their masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, look, I've been taking the Chalk Male Vitality Stack for over a year now, and it works, period. It's manufactured right here in the U.S. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, your focus, your mood, And guess what? Over the last year, I've lost almost 50 pounds because I'm working out again and I feel so much more active than I ever had before, especially hitting over 40. So maximize your masculinity today at Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any subscription for life. That's C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code Ben for lifetime savings on any subscription. Limited time offer. Subscriptions cancelable anytime. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code Ben. Peter Schweitzer is a guy who has written a new book. He writes a lot of books about the Biden crime family, and this new one is unbelievable. He said that Joe Biden doesn't want to confront China on fentanyl due to his family's money. That's right. On Tuesday's broadcast of Jesse Kelly's primetime show on Fox News, Peter Schweitzer said this about his new book, Blood Money. And why the powerful turning are turning a blind eye while China kills Americans, kills Americans at record rates. I want you to hear what he had to say in this interview. It's truly shocking. Listen. Hunter's admitting that, yes, he did, in fact, get paid by China. This is coming after Hunter's legal team put out this statement, quote, Hunter Biden, a private citizen with every right to pursue his own business endeavors, joined several business partners in seeking a joint venture with a legitimate energy company in China. Hunter received his portion of good faith seed funds, which he shared with his uncle, James Biden, and Haley Biden, and nobody else. Wait a second. I thought Joe said Hunter never made any money in China. Well, he's admitting to it after House Oversight Chair James Comer unveiled one of the biggest kept secrets in the Biden family, the mysterious third Biden in the family business. 
The bank records released today by Comer showed direct evidence that the third Biden was Haley. You remember Haley, Bo's widow, who later became, how do I say it, romantically entangled with Hunter Biden? That's right. Hunter slept with his brother's widow. And she wasn't just sleeping with Hunter. She was in business with him, too. 2017 bank records show Haley, the hook, received 35 G's of communist tainted cash. Here's how it worked. The second Biden left the vice presidency in 2017, the CHICOM sent Hunter's business partner, Rob Walker, three million. And then Walker the next day starts wiring money to the Biden family and in small amounts so they don't raise any red flags. Walker continues to shell out the Chinese money to the Biden family, 50,000, 75,000, 100,000. So Hunter, Jimmy the Chin and the Hook, and an unnamed Biden got million cash. For what? Nobody knows. Hunter says it was just good faith seed funds. But why was he, you know, given the hook money? She's just a school guidance counselor. What did the hook do for the Chicoms? But that was the point. This was a full family affair. And when Joe said the family's lucky that Hunter and Haley found each other, he meant it because they were the ones bringing in the money for the fam. And the White House isn't even denying it. Instead, they're saying Comer's going after Bo's widow and bizarrely attacking the president's family. They don't even try to explain why the Chinese are paying the Biden family. They're basically saying Republicans are pouncing. And Comer's just getting started. He's only seen bank records from one bank. And the Bidens have 12 banks. And he just laid eyes on the Treasury wires that Yellen's been hiding and not looking good for the Bidens. So these bank records prove that the Bidens did receive money uh, through a shell company from uh, the Chinese Communist Party. And we're just going to keep following the money. We, we know from our sources that have come in the whistleblowers where the money trails are. And of course, the Democrats have denied it. The White House has denied it. There's no denying it now with the bank records. So no one's denying it. It's all true. And there's more. Like we said, there's one bank account that took Chinese money that just says Biden. No first name. Could it be Chinette, Jimmy's wife? Could it be Four Fingers, Biden's brother? Maybe it's Naughty Niece. No way it's the big guy, right? Peter Schweitzer is the author of Red Handed and host of the Drill Down podcast. He joins us now. This is a big moment, Peter. For years, Joe Biden himself has said Hunter never got any money from China. And now Hunter's saying, yes, I did. I got a, at least a cool mill for the fam. What do you make of this? Yeah, I'm looking for my good faith seed money. I've never got cash transfers like that. I don't know about you, Jesse. Um, yeah, the, the story's changed throughout. I mean, when we first broke this story in 2018, they denied that they were even doing business in China. Uh, then they said, well, we were doing business in China, but as you pointed out, we didn't make any money. Uh, then it shifted to Joe Biden didn't know about those deals. That's been disproven. Um, the fact that they keep shifting the stories, I think, should be a major concern uh, for people in the White House, because it's pretty clear that the people spinning the news in the White House don't know the full story. And I think there are going to be several other shoes to drop on this. When Hunter claims it's good faith seed money, a month after his father leaves the vice presidency. What does that tell you? Well, I don't know anybody that operates in the space of international finance or private equity, and I talk to them quite regularly. I don't know any of them that talk about good faith seed money. 
Um, you know, when you sign a contract, when somebody from China or somebody from Germany is sending you five million dollars or ten million dollars, uh, there's a specific reason for that. Um, and there is nothing defined in really any of these relationships. I mean, this one involves, you know, Chairman Yi and the energy company. You've got five million sent from this businessman, Henry Zhao. It's really unclear what that money was about. You have the private equity deal he was involved in. It's unclear what the compensation was there. So, you know, look, you can call it whatever you want. The fact is, if the Biden family did not perform any discernible legitimate service, and I don't know what it is, they're not even claiming they did, you have to start thinking about what are these payments for and are they trying to get favors? Are they trying to get information? Because let's remember, Jesse, Chairman Yi and the others that wired money to the Biden family, all of them have links to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. And in my mind, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, and it sounds like to me the seed money was for work, work, when Biden was vice president. You, you listen to this story, and it's not shocking at all. It's, in fact, exactly how they have done this day one, right? This is how you do it. Um, it, it, it's just this is this is how you bring in the cash. Um, James Comer, by the way, came out talking about this on Fox as well. And he was talking about the influence peddling scheme. And and, and Democrats right now are, are trying to do everything that they can to undermine this investigation. Hunter Biden, as, as you know, to testify on, on this issue Um uh, on Capitol Hill, Democrats and the media and the Biden legal team are trying to revive Russia 2.0, trying to act like there's nothing there, that this is all corruption. I want you to hear what James Comer had to say about Hunter Biden ahead of time and what they've learned now from the financial records. Connect the dots here because uh, there's an impact to national security. Uh, if the first family is accepting millions of dollars from our adversaries. And here we've got President Biden's sanctions on Russia, mm -hmm. which were announced on Friday. But once again, it spared the two oligarchs linked to Hunter Biden. The real estate developer, uh, Helena Baturino, uh, Baturina, the widow of the late Moscow mayor, and this real estate developer, Vladimir Yaveta Shankov. Mm -hmm. Baturina allegedly dined twice with Hunter Biden and then Vice President Biden at D.C., Cafe Milano. A hunter allegedly met with Yavita uh, Shankov at least two times. So here's Biden doing sanctions on Russia because Russia is attacking Ukraine and Baturina gets nothing. Why? Is it because she wired him three and a half million dollars several years earlier? Well, it sure looks like that. And that looks like a policy decision that Joe Biden made in return for millions of dollars that his family received from an adversary. Look, the, the Democrats, the media, and, and the Biden legal team are trying to revive this uh, Russia 2.0. But here is firm evidence that the Bidens took millions of dollars from a shady character in Russia. And as a result, uh, they failed to put sanctions on this particular uh, Russian oligarch. So this is very concerning. The Galanis testimony was really good. Uh, hopefully people will be able to read that transcript very soon and digest what Galanis said. And remember, Galanis, Devin Archer, and Hunter Biden were all three-way partners in, in a deal that, uh, according to court records, uh, may have defrauded a Native American pension fund. 
Archer is fixing to go to jail over that. Galanis is in jail over that. Hunter Biden never went to jail. And, and now they indicted Smirnoff. Alexander Smirnoff mm-hmm. was another whistleblower. A judge denied bail for Smirnoff, the former FBI informant, mm-hmm. accused now of lying about the Biden business deals in Ukraine. The Department of Justice claims he is a flight risk. Smirnoff's lawyers are pushing back, saying that he has shown no signs of wanting to flee. But NBC News is reporting that former U.S. spies warned in 2020 that the Hunter Biden scandal was, uh, had Russian fingerprints on it, and now they feel vindicated now. So what about this? I mean, I, I, I don't know how this all goes down, but Smirnoff initially in that FBI document uh, said that a, a Burisma executive told him you got to give five million to one Biden and five million to the other Biden so that we can be protected. Right. That they accepted bribe money. Mm-hmm. And now he's being indicted. Yeah. Well, you know, what troubling to me is Smirnoff appears to be and we never knew the identity of the FBI informant. All we knew, Jim Jordan and I, was that. Christopher Ray said that this informant was one of their most trusted, highest paid in the Bureau. They had successfully used this informant to prosecute criminals in the past, and he had been with the Bureau over a decade. So that's what Christopher Ray told Jim Jordan and I about the informant. That's all we knew about the informant. But you, you look, they've indicted him, and more is coming out about the informant, what role he played for the FBI. The FBI paid him to be a spy in Russia. They indicted him because he was communicating with Russia. But that's what they paid him for over 10 years to do. So I don't know anything about Smirnov, but it, it you know, the circumstances around his indictment and uh, his rearrest and the and the changing of the indict, the original indictment by Weiss is very concerning because everything that that. I've had uh, to do with the FBI has been very suspicious throughout this investigation. The trust level that I have with the FBI is zero, Maria. And look, we just, we're following the money. Smirnoff never was a key part of this investigation, never was a part of the investigation at all because we couldn't. It was just one more confirmation for you. Well, yeah, absolutely. You investigate every tip. Charles Grassley brought this tip. Uh, you know, Smirnoff said that uh, Burisma paid Hunter Biden $5 million. That's true. Yeah. We found that. He said in there that the money was wired through various bank accounts. That's true. So we know that. The part that uh, has never been confirmed is, is about Joe Biden or not. And look, we're still looking and finding new accounts from Joe Biden every day. At the end of the day, we know the Bidens have taken uh, you know, over $20 million from our adversaries around the world. And they have failed to say one single thing they did to receive that money. You know, I think people are so frustrated by the politics of all of Mm -hmm. this. It's amazing to me that your colleagues had just played politics all the time with this and, you know, attack you rather than actually seeing this is a serious national security risk. Mm -hmm. If, in fact, this family has taken these millions from China, no wonder China has amped up its aggression against the United States. They're not afraid of Joe Biden. And by the way, why is Smirnoff getting indicted for all of these reasons? And Christopher for Steele is still walking around. Is it not true that the Steele dossier was complete garbage and that lie of Russia collusion with Donald Trump divided our country, ripped this country apart, and no no one has been held accountable? That has to be frustrating for you. It's very frustrating. It's another reason why I have zero confidence in our intelligence community. I lost confidence in the intelligence community when those 51 intelligence officials signed that letter saying the laptop was Russian disinformation. When we later found out the FBI had the laptop. They had the laptop for several years prior to that. They knew full well 
that the laptop was authentic. Mm. So the, the intelligence community has constantly been a major player in the cover-up of the Biden crimes. Maria, look at this. We, what we found in this investigation over the, over the past seven or eight years, the Biden family's been investigated by the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS, the Securities and wow. Exchange Commission. The, the list goes on and on of government agencies that have investigated this family for, for fraud, for financial crimes. The, the 170 suspicious activity reports filed by six different U.S. banks alleging the Bidens committed some type of financial crime. I mean, there is so much smoke here. And, and you mentioned earlier the media continues to attack me. All I'm trying to do is get the truth to the American people. So is I think the American people deserve the truth, and they haven't been given the truth by the mainstream media or by our government agencies. So it's like the dirty little secret about yeah. the Biden family that everybody knows, but the Democrats just blow it off. Right. That's right. I want to I get your take on the structure of these deals, because Tony Bobulinski. Um, Let me hit pause there and, and just comment on a couple different things. You notice how he said, I have zero faith in the FBI after what we've learned. Um, we now know, as he described it, that the IRS, the FBI and others have the DOJ have all investigated the Biden crime family. And every time what happens, they end up covering for them. We, we now know this in this new book, Blood Money, Why the Powerful Turn a Blind Eye While China Kills Americans. It states that President Joe Biden doesn't want to confront China about their involvement in the fentanyl trade due to ties between major players in the fentanyl trade and people who have sent money to the Biden crime family. So that's also really important. Um, Schweitzer said that White Wolf is the very powerful figure. He is pro-Chinese Communist Party. He works with the Chinese government, but he's the head of UBG, this gang. And this gang is widely recognized as the organization that made the Sinaloa, Sinaloa cartel kings a fentanyl. They told them how to make it. They helped them get pills pressed. They helped provide communication devices. So the Chinese helped the Mexican cartel so they could communicate securely without the Americans knowing it. And they also helped them launder their money. He's partnered with the, this individual, the head of the, of the CEFC, who sent the $5 million to the Biden family. So the question is, does Joe Biden really want to have a conversation about Chinese involvement with fentanyl? I think we all know the answer is no, based on this evidence. You, you look at all of that and then you look at the FBI now and what they're doing and, and everything they're doing to try to cover for the Biden crime family. It's all hands on deck. Every part of our deep state is now protecting the Bidens at all costs. Make sure you share this podcast, please, with your family and your friends. Please write us a five star review. Hit that follow, subscribe or auto download button, depending on where you're listening to this podcast. So you don't miss a single episode and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code BEN for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code BEN, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.